Catch a boat to England, baby, and maybe to Spain. Wherever I have gone, wherever I've been and gone, wherever I have gone, the blues are all the same. Welcome to Do the Right Film. My name is Harvey. My name is Sean. My name's Thomas. <clears throat> and I'm uh, Steve. <laughs> Great. Uh, today we've got a review of The Old Man and the Gun, uh, starring Robert Redford. We also are going to be talking about dead uh, dead actors that we'd, that we'd like to see um, revived, or like Frankenstein maybe, for another role. Just wait. So, all right, we can get in the nitty gritty of it What later. if we also do a, a second part to that topic? <laughs> what is the second part? Actors we'd like to see dead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's do that. Uh, okay. Up. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, we probably shouldn't do that. Um, we're already we're already uh, like on thin ice with this one, probably. Flagged. Um, yeah, but um, yeah. So before I guess we get started, how was everyone's week? Steve goes first. <clears throat> oh, hey, what's up, guys? Uh, it's been a while. Uh, I know that uh, some of you have been away traveling. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I miss you guys. Uh, my week's been great. I mean, you were with me, but okay. Oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah, we were we were we were traveling together. It was fun mm-hmm. and romantic. Uh, yeah, my week's been good. I've been having a great time. Uh, just you know, we're recording on a Sunday, and I feel a little bit off. The old days, man. Yeah, I don't know. I like it. I like the Saturdays, but uh, it's kind of weird coming back to Sunday, and I'm thinking like, yeah, rest of the week to look forward to. I don't know. Got nothing really going on right now. Yeah, this is my fault. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll get to what you did. Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> Sean? This week, uh, I don't know, for some reason, I was consuming a lot of media. Just, like, a ton of YouTube I, I thought videos. you were going to say meat. Like, no, you're no, just no. eating a whole bunch of, like, burgers and shit. No, it'll be dead. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm watching a lot of uh, TV shows, a lot of movies, a lot of, uh, like, four rewatches. Um, a lot of bullshit, too. But uh, we'll, talk, we'll get into all that. Oh, yeah, I like we're just making everyone wait for the good stuff. We're just uh, <laughs> coming back around. That's it. No, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. oh. mm-hmm. all right. Oh, uh, yes, this is my return after a week of being absent. Uh, everyone yeah. was talking about it. Yeah, I, I was actually in town when you guys recorded, but the next morning, I, so I was at work, and then the next morning, I was going to be driving up with Steve and some other people to climb the highest point in New York. Let me tell you, we did State it. Building. <laughs> it's much higher than that uh we uh we did it we climbed mount marcy um surprisingly i i thought it was going to be easier but it was pretty difficult for oh. me for me yeah did you lose weight oh i did yeah, yeah. I, I got home and like it was like a solid three pounds heavy, uh lighter mm-hmm. crazy and then you fix that right away no no i'm, I'm keeping it going I'm keeping oh. it going uh so steve did pretty good he uh he pretty laughed. good i thought i did uh pretty well, I don't. I, don't, Damn you know, good. I mean, you run every day, so it makes sense. But um, I also had a lot of weight too on my back. Not too much, but yeah, mm-hmm. that was fun. Climbed that mountain, camped. It was thirty degrees when we camped, and uh, I was nice. dying. Did I you got, uh, plant a flag? No, no. Dude, no, there was someone up there making sure we didn't right. disturb anything. All right. So if you're listening and you live in other states where mountains exist. Just to give you an idea of how bureaucratic New York is, you know, New York has this beautiful countryside, but 
So does Kentucky. So does Tennessee. And the difference is uh, New York as a state has been bought and sold. And uh, there's just nothing left anymore. It doesn't feel, I don't know, to me it doesn't feel as as wild as those other states. Mm-hmm. And the reason is because I climbed the mountain, right? It's not my first mountain I've ever climbed. Um, climbed some other ones. And I throw my bag down and... <laughs> And then I hear, hi, how are you? How was the climb? I'm like very confused. I turn my, I turn around, I do a 180 and there's this fucking park ranger. He's like, great. I just want to let you know the moss on this mountain is very rare. So if you could just keep all your stuff and not walk on it. And she just kept going on about the, the rare vegetation on the mountain. And I was just, I was taken out of the moment like tenfold. I I was just not. That would never happen in any other state. It's fucking crazy. The only thing missing is a, a bodega up there. Dude, I was I was very upset with that. Um, it's brutal. I mean, it's beautiful. It's amazing. But Jesus Christ, man. Uh, yeah, then I went camping this weekend, which is why we're recording. For no reason. I went an hour north of here and just threw the tent up on a mountain because I... I don't know. I didn't get enough. I didn't get enough. I just needed to be into the wild. Which might come up later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there may have been a watch party of Into the Wild. Nice. But uh, what about you, Harvey? Um, yeah, I wasn't on the podcast last week because I went to uh, Connecticut. I went to a casino called uh, Mohegan Sun. Uh, stayed there with some friends and gambled. Mm-hmm. Smoked cigars. Um, did things that rich white men do it was nice nice had a lot of whiskey how'd you do on the gambling um i mean i came i was in the positive did you have to sell your car no No. i was in the positive uh i guess are you a a vicious gambler or are you playing safe no i'm pretty conservative actually i don't like losing money um me too i won like 190 dollars or something like that so i didn't do do people egg you on and be like keep going you're like no i made my money no not really i mean <laughs> well, yeah. There, sometimes there'll be like those dudes that you, you can tell that are there like every night because they're like locals, and they're like, "Come on, man, just one more hand." Like some dudes was asking us to like play another hand or something. You should have logged it. I don't think they let you do that. Really? No, nah, oh. no. Nah. You can't even use your like phone at the table. Right. That would have been in a cool little video of like just gambling tables and like your experience. Yeah, that would be cool. You, you could, could call it uh, Connecticut you, grind. Get kicked out though. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um so yeah, that was pretty much the only thing that happened in my week. Nice. We're talking of, about lots of uh vices happening for you over the weekend. Yep, yep. Very different than me and Steve's weekend. <laughs> yeah, we went to go it get closer <laughs> to uh nature and God. Yeah, we want, we wanted to be in God's country. I mean, I guess. I mean Native Americans do own the casino though, so I was still in like <laughs> some <laughs> <laughs> It's a very sad representation of what they've become. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Great. Do you guys want to uh, talk movies? Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, does anybody own a movie? Yeah, Thomas does. <laughs> Do you? What happened? I actually and, didn't get to finish the... And, and so does Sean. Oh, Sean owes a movie? Yeah. yeah. All right, I'll go first, I guess, because I'm fucking way past you. Uh... <laughs> What what did you make me watch? The Rob Schneider movie? What's yeah. it called? Strange Wilderness. Steve Zahn, not Rob Schneider. I forgot about that. No, what's the Rob Schneider one, though? The, the animal? animal. The animal. Same shit. What? 
All right. So, <laughs> I went to look up the runtime for this movie. <laughs> 80 minutes? First of all, let me read what it is. So, Strange Wilderness is a 2008 uh, Happy Madison comedy uh, starring Steve Zahn, Alan Covert, Justin Long, Jonah Hill, a bunch of other people. Uh, directed by Fred Wolf, written by Peter Gawk, which is, wait a sec, isn't that his name in the movie? Did not realize that. With the ratings dropping for a wilderness-themed television show. That's his name in the movie? Damn, yeah. What a lazy writer. Yeah. Two animal fans go to the... need a name the- for this guy. <laughs> Sean Pierce Red. <laughs> Two animal fans go to the Andes Mountains in search of Bigfoot. I want to check the runtime because, like, you know, if you ever, like, watch a movie, you're like, okay, well, I need to do stuff after. So when will this movie be over? Yada, yada, yada. Didn't real, realize that this movie is 2% on Rotten Tomatoes. Bullshit. That <laughs> <laughs> is bullshit. It's, it's 2%, bro. It, dude, the nun's like 33. All right, I get what you're saying, but whatever it is that you're attaching yourself to this movie, I don't think it holds up. How so? <laughs> you, even, you don't even sound like you even trust yourself. I don't know anymore. Point. You're like, dude. who am I? <laughs> It's kind of brutal. Is it? It's so dumb. I've seen it like four times. It's it's like borderline too dumb. You didn't laugh at the Bigfoot scene in the shootout? Dude, that Bigfoot shootout is pretty fucking funny. I laughed at that. I laughed a few. I won't lie. I laughed in this movie. All right, all right. So it's not that bad. It's like they... The the, the idea of the joke, uh, it's like, what, 10 years removed? What I don't like... They finally find it and they kill it. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> but the, funny, the funny part was is just he walks out of a cave and it was surprised. He was like, he, huh? he was like yawning. <laughs> He's yeah. like, huh? And they're like, they're trying to figure out what kind of what he said, what kind of huh? <laughs> All right. So the problem with this movie is like some of the jokes are great, and then the Justin Long tattooed yeah. eyes. Yeah, that's dude. Great. But the funniest part is that they take the camera and just like, oh my god, look what we found. He fucking hung himself. <laughs> How could you not like this movie? How could you not like just have fun with it? I didn't say I, I didn't like it. I didn't. It, it's not supposed to hold up. It's supposed to stay where it is. Yeah. I want to. I want to hear. I want to hear these thoughts. Okay. All right. Well, what I mean by hold up is I did rewatch Superbad over the last couple of weeks, and that held up. Like the jokes. The jokes just you know. But um, no. But this movie is like it has some of the dumbest shit I've ever seen in my life. And then some really, really funny stuff. And uh, it's just, uh, I don't know, man. It, it's its a weird one for me. I did right. enjoy myself and have fun, but like there were times where I acknowledged and said, this is fucking stupid. So you think the humor just hasn't like, uh, the humor's been like some left of behind? It, some of it works. It's just, it's such a weird juxtaposition of good and, and terrible humor. Yeah. Like I've never seen such a contrast. It's usually all bad or all good. Um, like there was a scene where <laughs> they get their teeth knocked out by a low rider, and I was just like, <laughs> "Really?" And then they instantly get them fixed. <laughs> yeah. No, what this movie does is like they they're looking for humor in everything. So like they whatever, however low the fruit is hanging, they grab it. So like if there's you know the humor there and it's gonna be good, they they get it done. But uh, if they're they're usually looking for humor when there really isn't any in some of the scenes, and uh, I would say that that <clears throat> is probably what I mean by that. Mm-hmm. 
just Jonah Hill's character is just bizarre. <laughs> he just doesn't fit in. I don't even remember what he. He what has like a weird accent. He's like a southern accent yeah. or something. I don't <laughs> even remember what his role. He's in like the playing movie the guitar. Is. It's like the director's like, listen, everybody just create a persona of your own. And I'm just not like, do what you're gonna yeah, do. Do anything. But it doesn't sound like they they spent time on it. Like it sounds yeah. like they showed up on set and they decided that. <laughs> this movie is just like. Hey, they it, gave us it some has money. Like stupid pieces like the the scene where uh, Justin Long is like smoking like a bong. He's like, "Here, I hear something bubbling." <laughs> it's like <laughs> water bubbling. Yeah, like, <laughs> so I it's still here. It's like right next to him. It's really, it's just, <laughs> <laughs> and there's some uh, there's some funny scenes with Peter Dante. Yeah, uh, where he says something. He says something when he comes back towards the end in the wheelchair, and I don't remember what he said, but I. I remember laughing. How about the shark scene? Um, How do you feel about that? Just ridiculous. I mean, it's all just ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like child humor. It's like <laughs> so fucking just low hanging fruit, man. And then there, there was a scene where he dressed up in the the seal costume too. Oh my god! What are you doing to my friend? <laughs> Dude, it's like fuck, the whole movie's full of just stupid things like that, yeah. but it works. Because they know what they're making. It's Sometimes. not like they're making it's art. Like, it's like the epitome of like guilty pleasure. For me, at least. It's yeah. like that and like like we all like, or I don't know if everybody you show um, Hot Tub Time Machine 2. Right. It's like one of those. Like, like you, It's like all these actors got together just like, hey, we got a script. You guys want to hang out for like a month or so and just make a movie? And that's basically, I think, what it was. They all just got together, hung out, made a movie. I won't sit here and say it's... An awful movie and bash it. I, I I see the value in it. And I laughed and mm-hmm. had a decently good time. But man, is it stupid! Yeah. <laughs> like on a on another level, kind of stupid. Mm-hmm. Just like oh, every dumb. opportunity to make a stupid joke, they do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this. But they're a- like there's things I don't enjoy, like the whole like nitrous in the RV. Like I didn't care for that scene. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think this is one of the. The stranger um, picks from the like from the game. I think it is us- right. I think we usually go for like. Oh, I wasn't sure if it was punishment. Take or a not. break. Yeah, we don't. We can't have all these like like all these like classic. Films. I, don't, I don't even it's, know if I could. Well, rate. I did assign like Foot Fist Way, didn't I? Yeah, so I think I love that. Cool. I absolutely love that. Only because every joke is so goddamn great. Yeah, that definitely has like more of a cohesive and uh, yeah, logical and story. Jo- though the jokes are like just. <laughs> More character driven. Yeah. Yeah. What about rape? Is that? <laughs> I don't remember the line. Yeah. Uh, great stuff. Uh, Strange Wilderness. I don't know. I can't rate this shit. Don't make me rate this. I'm, I'm not going to make you rate I'm it. I'm going to make you rate it. I wanted to watch the shit. <laughs> like on a filmmaking level, maybe two stars, but I don't know. Cool. cool. Um, what if it was like 14 year old Shomo? What would he rate this? <clears throat> I don't know, man. I think even. Then I might have, you know what? Who knows? Um, Sean, you got something? Or? I was just gonna read what I. I don't want to go into detail about anything, mainly because uh, both have gone been gone over on the show recently. But I did get around to watching the Endless, so you guys can. Steve, you're next, man. You're the only person that hasn't seen it. It's on Netflix. I heard it's on Netflix. Yeah, yeah that's why I watched it. it. I wasn't gonna pay for it. Uh, the Endless, um, I agree with everything Sean said. It's a very uh, intriguing movie. I really enjoy the premise, and I had a good time watching it. But it is missing something, like you said, that Spring had. 
Um, it just seems like a, <clears throat> it almost seems like a, a Black Mirror episode, actually. Yeah. Um, which is good, but Black Mirror episodes, they lack, um, what do they lack? Even though it's one of my favorite things on TV. I'm not sure, but they, I think they, uh, they, they lack like a cinematic Marvel or something. I don't know what it is. I can't explain it, but I think Spring had it with the romance. and I think the characters, too, in Spring. I think the characters are more right, uh, right. compelling in, in Spring. And Overall, yeah. though, um, I really enjoyed it. The performances, I really enjoyed the, the premise and had a good time with it. I'd probably give it four stars. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Mandy, <laughs> I did watch Mandy, but Harvey, are you going to talk about it? Are you I was going to talk about it as briefly as you're going to talk about it, I guess. <clears throat> um, well, I don't know. Maybe we could talk about it together. But, sure. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it that I watched. So Mandy will be the next thing I talk about. I did rewatch Into the Wild, and that's why I've been camping and shit. But don't need to review that incredible masterpiece. Uh, so Mandy. <clears throat> oh, you're talking about this movie? Here's the thing. I didn't actually listen. I wanted to watch the movie before I listened to the podcast. And uh, yeah, I didn't get around to listening to the podcast after I watched it. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't hear what y'all said about it either. Yeah, me and Sean hated it. I think Sean might have liked it. I saw a score. Yeah. So yes, I, I did. Um, scores already. I've been listening to the soundtrack quite often. But overall, it was nothing like I expected because I had never seen anything from Panos Cosmantos. Um, I know you guys watched that weird ass movie Over the Black. I was or not or, a huge fan of that. Movie. Yeah, Beyond the Black. Yeah, and Beyond I wasn't sure Rainbow. how this would compare. I don't know if there's any comedy in, in Beyond the Black Rainbow. It seems like there wouldn't be, but no. Um, <clears throat> Mandy uh, delivers there. It's got some. I don't know. I don't know what to say about me. I, it's nothing like I expected, and it threw me for a huge loop. And I think uh, overall, I was surprised at how fun it was. And that vodka scene, yeah, it's amazing. Um, <laughs> I love that scene. It was so good. And it was shot so beautiful. Yeah. yeah. They like pan to him, then they walk back, then they walk up to him again. It was, yeah, yeah, it was it's very pretty unique. Yeah. There was a lot of unique cinematography in this movie, and I just none of it makes sense. And this is art house and you know as, as it gets i think when when it comes to like breaking rules mm-hmm. where like you can just change the color of the lights in the middle of a scene but there's no explanation as to what the light is coming from shit like that and uh he builds a fucking cool axe that i think will go down in history as one of the coolest movie weapons you know um, yeah, that was cool. That whole forging that whole, scene was amazing. Yeah, yeah. I think this movie has tons to offer. I wouldn't say I was ever like, I would say the only thing I didn't like about Manny, which is not a huge deal, but like the whole time is mostly just intrigue and like marveling at the, the ridiculous visuals and the, the crazy special effects of like all the things. I don't, I don't know what I'm allowed to talk about. I was never like nervous or, or thrilled. I was mostly just what the fuck yeah the and time. most of it is just feast for thine eyes like you're just watching this yeah. like beautiful mist of colors and lights and there is there's like a cult involved i think mm-hmm. that's a spoiler and the leader of that cult has an incredibly captivating performance but uh, yeah i think i think their introduction was my favorite part i love i love the introductions in that film too like when we get different like obviously like points in the film where we see either a new location or mm-hmm. new characters or a new plot point it introduces it as such, and it's it's kind of like a chapter in a way, or like I don't chapter. How would you describe it? Like, I think I think someone. I remember hearing a review of someone saying it's kind of like a love letter to like metal. 
in a weird way. And I feel like, I feel like how the way they introduce certain things is like the new, like, like a new album or like something else. Someone someone said that? No, I think that's actually uh, in the marketing of the movie. I think they're calling it, um, no, so the most metal movie ever made. No, but I've heard someone, uh, I was listening to a review and someone said it's like, is, uh, it's a, like, it's like a love letter a little bit to like Uh heavy metal and just like kind of like that because how the way the art and just the way a lot Uh of the visuals are invoking it. With like the, yeah, like the visuals and, uh, like the music, it, I kept thinking of like, uh, I don't know when you look at like a like a Slayer like cover like yeah, what yeah. that world would be like yeah. and, and this and is like going inside like a Slayer cover basically and then and then after like after watching it and uh or like after like our after our discussion review I was just thinking about the movie more and I'm like and those like introductions really felt like another album or like another concept it, it's it becomes something different you know uh, you know in the beginning of the film it's very slow it's like this like this, you know, you're with this couple, it's a love story, and then it kind of transforms as it progresses. Yeah. The film make, transforms into something new. I th- also like the uh, self-aware usage of Nick Cage campiness. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. It all, wor- it all works for me. And I, I would challenge people who don't watch a lot of movies to watch this to see what they think. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, I don't know. I think like the, like the hyper, like stylized um, look and like you were saying, like how it switches, like in the color and and the uh, style and everything. It when it's like with the couple and stuff, it's like normal, and then it gets super hyper stylized with like the cult members and shit. Um, I thought the that blood was blood red. I thought that was amazing. The um, um, it shows like the it's like their perception of reality in a yeah. way, like how they fucking like they're so crazy and fucking. There's, there's just a lot of pieces shit. in here that's amazing, like the uh, flashes flashes of light scene when she's being taken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was incredible. I love the I love another aspect too was that that whole sequence with the uh, the bikers, that that just was like some weird fucking ho- like horror. It, it was reminiscent, very reminiscent of like a horror film or like eighties horror. Yeah. Like yeah, it was yeah. just like very tense, very dark, very uncomfortable. Yeah, a lot of the sequences of that. It's just fucking weird. There's like a just like a ton of surrealism too. Um, like with those bikers and um i like i like how the film like uh it, it doesn't really s- specify it's not really uh pronounced of if it's a supernatural or reality i think i think what he especially does, with the bikers you, you never really get an answer about that I yeah think, I, yeah that's what i like though like especially in the beginning when you're introduced because yeah. you don't know I, well my I, I have an answer i'm like i th- like i think that it that it's not it's not supernatural at i all. don't think it is either because yeah, of what, just, one thing they say in the movie yeah, they're just like uh they're just some fucking like coked out biker heads yeah. like, on drugs. That doesn't explain their vocal abilities to sound like that. Well, well the, it's not. There's a line in the movie where the guy says, "Um, ever since they had the drug, they haven't been the same." Yeah, that's yeah, that's like they're yeah, like the their their reality is like twisted, and so is uh, like, Reds. By the time yeah. he gets in, into contact with them, he's yeah. like completely in madness at it's, this point. Yeah, his reality has yeah. kind of like. Either way, you don't you don't watch this movie. The way that you watch mm. other movies, not at all, because you can have like these fucking varying like views on it. I like this movie a lot. Yeah, <laughs> the soundtrack is amazing. I watched um, it last night. What's his name? Uh, Johan. Johan. Yeah, he was supposed Johann, to yeah. do Blade Runner, and then he they fired him. Yeah, they got fucking and he did who, this Hans movie. Zimmer. Yeah, is it Hans Zimmer? Yeah. Um, yeah, and this is his actually his film that he retired with. He's oh, right. never making a soundtrack again. That's crazy. Yeah, you know, the soundtrack's amazing. There's a song in the in the film uh, album called. Uh, Mandy Love theme and it's incredible. It's the song they yeah. play with him in the car in the end. I, I have one regret with this movie though. What's that? 
uh, that I didn't go watch in the theater. Oh, yeah? yeah. Because, first of all, I don't know if you guys I mean, you still this. go see it. At, yeah. I might go see it in theater. I might, too, if it's still in, like, this week, at yeah. the end of the week. I would be down for that. Wait, wait, wait a Drop second. Drop some though. shrooms. Do you guys, you guys notice this at all, that Amazon is significantly worse than Netflix when it comes to streaming? Well, one, their server is awful. Um, Amazon But you works. notice this, yeah. right? Like, the quality? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Does anybody notice this? Because no, well, to me, it's, like, clear as day. Like, Netflix Netflix has crisp. a really high bandwidth rate. Uh, Amazon's pretty low from what I've been told. I don't know, man. I had tons of compressed artifacts, and, and the, yeah. it really didn't do the colors any yeah. favor. Netflix is very good at compression. Yeah. So I'd like to go see this in, with a group in a theater with accurate colors and good quality. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I enjoyed my viewing of it. I watched, you know, some people might give me shit for watching on it. On a cell phone? A, uh, <laughs> uh, on a cell phone. I would never watch on a movie. On the trade? I'm not Thomas who watches movies on a, on a cell phone. I, I watch movies that don't matter. Damn. God damn. <laughs> uh, no, uh, no, I watched it on my computer monitor and I turned off all the lights. I like, basically prepped myself. I wasn't feeling good that night and I like, I took some fucking night quill, fucking popped on that movie fucking turn off all the lights fucking, I, I did the same thing and I, and I blasted the fucking volume i did all that too it's weird like, too because uh one of my cats of actually sat down on one of the chairs and watched the whole movie really? <laughs> i swear to god he's like i'm into this shit you you watch all these lame ass love stories i think it was the colors maybe that she yeah. enjoyed even though i don't know if the cats see colors or whatever but who knows she was like into it she was like fucking tripping out <laughs> she's like i want that there, there's like one scene where like something crazy happens and she like slowly turns to me like, <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> we need to stop talking about this, but do y'all have like a favorite scene in, that, in the movie? Yes, I do, for sure. That's not a spoiler. Is it the vodka scene? Is you already mentioned That's it? number two. Well, I don't know. I really like great. the crazy smile scene in the end, in the car. That, that scene that was hit great. me hard, yeah. That was great. Yeah. And like the blood, it's incredible. But we can move along. We talked about it. Because you know he'll like never be the same again. And yeah. Like, and I also question, I don't want to give anything away. It, it, like you put yourself in his shoe of like revenge and like whatever comes out of the end and you're just like okay now what do you kill yourself like yeah. <laughs> i like there's a lot of scenes i like in this movie i like the cheddar goblin because it's so fucking horrifying <laughs> yeah for me i don't know why but I, like a I, I like that, that how he gets pulled into it but yeah exactly like, that's why he walks in and after everything he's like what the he, fuck is this yeah he put it's just like random ass commercial comes on it's this cheddar goblin vomiting cheese and it's just so fucking weird yeah, and he's watching a, a lot, the whole commercial there's a lot to unpack in this movie to be honest yeah, you can't talk about this movie with someone. I would who say hasn't. what's yeah. lasting the most of me is just that seek the montage of him making the axe. Yeah. Oh yeah, reason. that's it's great. Just so visually, Forge and Fire, um, great show. <laughs> uh, I feel like they took a lot of cues from that show. They're like, mm, like inspired by it. Yeah. All I know is if it was an RPG, and he had that axe, I would pick. That was a weird, weird uh, weapon to use. It seems heavy, but he worked it pretty well. Yeah, it seemed uncomfortable to hold too. Yeah. I don't know. It was just like that. Was, all right, let's not talk about this movie anymore. We've been talking about it for like ever. Yeah, I like the carpenter scene where he's like, "Do you like the carpenters?" <laughs> oh yeah, like, it feels just like yeah. <laughs> it's just like. <laughs> oh shit! And then that song. Oh, fuck that shit's great. Um, so it's a weird one. Yeah, I would. I would, yeah, it's like a it's like a four out of five for me. I love that nice. movie. Nice. Same. Same. I get a four too. That's, nice. Uh, that's. I think that's where we landed. Yeah. yeah. Do you have anything else you want to talk about? Oh no no no! Oh great, good episode, man. Uh, Mandy part two review. Uh, Sean, well, you, you, you guys go next. Yeah, I lost the game last week uh, to Emily, and uh, she's been trying to get me to watch this movie forever. Well, I don't like this, and I was never really into it. Uh, just by I don't know. I guess I'm not really into these style of films, but uh, she assigned me Dark Crystal, 
And for some reason, I managed up until age 24 right now. Um, I've never seen this movie. I'm just kidding. I'm 29. But uh, yeah, i never seen the movie. She assigned it to me. We watched it. I'm pretty sure we watched it that night. Um, Dark Crystal. I'm pretty sure most people know what it is. It's a Jim Henson, Frank Oz movie uh, with animatronics. Puppeteer, and I believe, is also in there. And it's a it's a high concept adventure story set in this like weird, uh, kind of like alien world. I would say kind of nope, like a mar- I can't watch this. This thing's horrifying. Yeah, uh, the creatures uh, they are horrifying, and it essentially is like a family adventure film. So I would imagine if I was like a ten year old or seven year old kid, I'd probably be a bit frightened. Um, overall, I, I would say. I liked the movie. Certainly did not love it. I don't think I would ever really care to rewatch it. Uh, there is this concept that it's it's almost like drawn from Star Wars, the the first one, where this chosen one has to basically leave his home to go save his world. And we follow this character who's kind of like this elf-like creature, and he's chosen to go retrieve this uh, cr- crystal and restore balance to his uh, his his planet. And we follow him, but with that, it's it's designed as an adventure story. But there seems like there's like a huge gap, whether it be in some kind of like financial reason or just poor writing and execution. Uh, we follow him, and then he just lands in the the enemy's realm very quickly and abruptly. And then we get him uh, meeting, uh, the, uh, I guess, uh, a love interest, and they go off together. Essentially saves the day, but uh, I don't know. It left me kind of wanting a little bit more of an extended sequence throughout, like the middle, uh, some more narrative stuff and plot-driven stuff. Uh, the animatronics is amazing. Uh, I think this is probably one of the last of its kind. I can't think of like more and like hundred percent animatronic movies. Um, uh, I I don't think there's another one. Labyrinth, right? He did afterwards. Never seen Labyrinth either. Heard that's a little bit better than this. So uh, I'll probably check that out next. But uh, yeah, I'll say that I enjoyed it. I'll probably give it like a two and a half out of five. That's <laughs> probably the good. highest I can give it. Uh, to be honest. Well, Steve, uh, back me up on this. Does this sound like like the first few Final Fantasy plots? And like, uh, yeah, kind of. And then like the characters, they kind of look like Final Fantasy characters, but a little mousy. Uh, I don't like the animatronics for the elves or mm-hmm. whatever they're supposed to be. They look horrifying, and they they move in very creepy ways. I don't like that. I mean, I could dig. I I can. I like the uh, monster designs and like mm-hmm. the evil creatures design. Like I like those, but for some reason, the yeah. elf one freaked me out. Uh, this definitely gives the fi- uh the vibe of like a Final Fantasy, but it's just probably like a typical fantasy story that maybe they're all kind of uh-huh. pulling from. I I, I want to watch it, but a part of me is just too creeped up by the elf looking yeah. things. I don't know. I don't, I don't, for me, I, I've never seen this movie, but I know it is popular. I don't think it holds up to like the, the weight of it. So many people talking about it. It's, essentially, it's a cult movie, but I don't see it. I want to see Labyrinth, though. That looks interesting. Yeah, I've never seen that either. But Maybe because they actually have people playing the roles. Yeah, and Bowie's in there. Yeah, looks great. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody, do you want to go, Steve? And I'll come back to me. Uh, I feel like we dived really into uh, Mandy again, so it probably won't take long because I've only watched one movie this week, and it was a uh, it was an interesting scenario. What uh, we were we were all talking, me and Tom were specifically talking about Into the Wild, and after our trip, and like it's like, man, we haven't seen it in years. So, uh, oh, we got we got together and uh, 
got some pizza and uh, threw that bad boy on. Uh, so for you who don't know, if you don't know what Into the Wild is, directed by Sean Penn in 20, sorry, 2007? He wrote the screenplay, too. Did he really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, kind of incredible. So Into the Wild is based off a true story of a top student and athlete, Christopher McCandless, who after graduating from Emory University, abandoned his possessions and gave his entire $24,000 savings to a chattery, uh, charity and hitchhiked to Alaska to live in the wilderness. Uh, if you haven't watched this movie, just stop listening right now and just go watch it. Uh, it I haven't seen it since... I think I watch it every, maybe every so often. I don't watch it like every year. It's not like a Lord of the Rings or Star Wars to me, but I definitely think about it. I'm like, yo, I need, a, I need to catch up on this. And it's a beautiful story about a young man, you know, tired of society and the contradictions and hypocritical bullshit that we go through on a day-to-day basis and chooses to live his life out on the road and specifically decides to go to Alaska and try to like, survive in the wild and make a life for himself out there alone and it's it's i think the most beautiful part is like yeah those moments of solitude when he's traveling but also when he meets these interesting and all and in different people who are going through their own kind of their own bullshit and uh those are the stories that stick with me the most and a part of me always kind of wishes i don't know if you felt this way tom but, like, you kind of wish he just stayed with some of those people. Like, he just stayed a little bit longer. Yeah. Like, it's like I this mean, I long... I said that, like, obviously I don't, you know, I, it's a shame what happened. And I think uh, I, I think there's so much value in, like, all the stuff before Alaska that, like, if, if he had just kept doing that, like... Oh, yeah. He would have been my fucking hero. Oh, yeah. If he just kept traveling, kept meeting these, these people yeah. and just, like... You know, even inadvertently, I mean, I don't think he, he was this, you know, touched their lives in this miraculous way, but I think just those interactions and, like, I don't, I don't know. It was just very, just, I would say, very beautiful story. I'm fucking watching that after coming back from climbing Mount Marcy was literally, there was no way in hell that I wasn't going camping again this weekend. No, you just wanted to get back out like there. Like, I had to get back out there. It's so, it's crazy because, yeah, I definitely understand, like, into the, I mean, that's the whole premise is him going out. But, like, if you actually think about it, the majority of the movie is him in society, even if it's in a more loose structure. You know, he doesn't have a social security card. He doesn't have, like, all these things that we find comfort in. And he, he is kind of surviving from, like, whatever money he can scrape together with odd jobs. But he's still within the, 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 the borders of society, even if it might be a little bit on the outside. And those are my favorite interactions. I feel like those that had more. It's weird to say, but I feel like that had more value, you know, than him going out into Alaska during that brief period of time. I don't know. I just I think I got a lot out of those those relationships. Of course, yeah, it's my favorite parts because otherwise, without those, it's just a survival movie. Yeah, him just trying to figure shit out. And I love survival movies, but this is not a survival movie. No, it's a it's heartwarming. It holds up, and I I mean. I think it'll always be one of my favorite films to kind of go back to and show new people who haven't seen it. Uh, a stubborn old man sitting on your butt. It also has some incredible emotional cues. Oh, yeah. There are parts that when I first watched it, I teared right. up. Yeah, I think the one that always gets me, I think I mentioned it when we were watching it, was the old man uh, yeah, talking the on, man. The, on the payphone. Oh, oh, that, that one? That oh, was yeah. heartbreaking. Yeah, right. He's just like, just like he was, he was ta- I guess he was talking to his wife, and he's just like, just yeah. hold on, hold on. 
The quarter to fill out of the sky. So just give me one, one more, more chance, chance, will you? He, she hangs up on him, and he's just the saddest old man you've ever seen. It's heartbreaking. Uh, Honestly, like Sean, Sean Penn. I don't know. What, like, I know what he's up to now because I just watched the interview and I of him devouring, <laughs> disavowing the uh, the Me Too movement. Really? <laughs> not not that. I mean, he's kind of right, but you know, obviously, he's a little aggressive. Oh. Um, but the fact that he was able to write this shit is incredible to me. Like the the just the de- the attention to detail in this movie, I love it. Love this movie. Yeah. Uh, no, I want to. You, you mentioned you want a sequel, and I, it'll be kind of interesting <laughs> to watch a sequel of this movie. It's just the autopsy. <laughs> That's what we said. That's all. It was just like That's just the fucking they body. find the berries and shit. <laughs> uh, the sequel would just be like someone trying to go to the bus or some yeah. shit. I don't know. It'll be you. Uh, yeah, great film. Holds up. If you haven't seen it, go watch it right away. Harvey, how do you feel about that movie? My movie. Into the Wild. Uh, I feel nice about it. Okay. I feel good about it. <laughs> Makes me feel nice. <laughs> I mean, it's, a, it's a good feeling in my stomach. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I haven't seen it in a really long time. Um, I think it's about that time you should watch it. I it's going to make you, it's going to make you want to go back out there. I enjoy it. It's not, um, I don't, I don't know. I doesn't, don't think, re- doesn't resonate. Yeah. It resonates to a degree, but at the same time, it's, you know. Man, uh, what what, what happened? What, who hurt you? How <laughs> he said it. He's gonna go back and watch Strange Wilderness. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's the survival all, story. Right now, like he, the way Harvey's talking to us is that's all he's thinking about. Have he's thinking seen, about that fucking that Sasquatch scene. No, that's I'm all thinking, it's playing. Through. Not to, I'm also, thinking about without a paddle. That's oh a, yeah, that's a survival yeah. movie. Of course, <laughs> I, I actually I think without a paddle is much better than Strange Wilderness. Of course, it is. But it's different though. No, yeah. I know. But the problem with Strange Wilderness is like just it was over the top. Like every time they're in the woods, they look like they're on a sound stage. <laughs> like yeah, bad. It's great. It's, <laughs> like, great. Really, it's great. He says, <laughs> "Dude, it's I, so fun." It's but it's. I think it was all on purpose. It was all just like let's just fucking make something ridiculous, and they did. It was great. Who knows what they tried? <laughs> you got anything else you want to talk about, Steve? Oh, I'm just thinking of Strange Wilderness and how great it is. No more movies. No, I only got to watch one. Okay. Uh, you got a horror movie? I guess I should go. No, I've got something else. Man, you haven't watched a horror movie in a while. Oh, no. I watched Mandy last night. That's, that's horror. Kinda. Yeah. Um, looking, I watched Looking for Eric. Um, I don't know if anybody knows about this. Uh, any of you, I mean. It's a Ken Loach movie. Um, it was released in ni- or 2009. Um, it's an English movie, and it's about a man that's trying to put his life back together. Um, and he starts to kind of go crazy, and he uh, he begins to hallucinate the ex-football player, uh, Eric Cantona. He played for, uh, like, Manchester United a long time ago. He's known as, like, King Eric among a lot of uh, Britons. They love him. Uh, he's a great, a great uh, soccer player. And he begins to, like, kind of hallucinate this guy in his life like this hero of his and um it's sort of like a comedy drama while he's it like uh it like expands on this relationship as he's trying to put his life back together um stars like eric Cantona actually plays himself in this in the movie too which is pretty funny uh the main character eric is played by uh steve ebbets 
I haven't really seen him in a lot before. Um, uh, apparently, he was in like a Pirates movie, though, in the, the new Robin Hood, the latest Robin Hood. Um, yeah, I don't really recognize him, though, but he did a solid performance. He's like, um, it begins with him like taking care of his kids, and he's like, um, he's involved in a very, very bad uh, car accident, which is sort of the fault of his because he's going the wrong way around a roundabout. And uh, so he's obviously having like these delusions and like, or like in like manic episodes. Um, and so he's like basically trying to get his life back on track. Um, uh, it shows him with his kids and uh, him trying to like rekindle like a past love, like the, his first love and, and uh, get that like a relationship back. Cause they were married at one point and had a kid and he kind of walked out of them. And uh, so it inv- a lot of it involves him trying to redeem himself in, in her eyes and, uh, and get that relationship back together to some degree. Um, and he's also trying to help out his kids and help out um, one of his kids who's like a really bad, bad kid and gets involved in some really, I guess, serious shit. Sketchy ass shit. Yeah, some sketchy shit involving guns and stuff like that. And it's him trying to defuse the situation and help out his family while also improving improve himself. And um, all throughout that time is uh, Eric Cantona, the, the former Manchester United forward, helping him out through this entire thing, but no one else can see him. It's, um, it sounds like an older, like, indie film I would have picked up at Blockbuster. Yeah. I would have walked by and I'm like, oh, this looks interesting. Yeah. So it has, like, that sort of, um, it's, like, psychological to a degree. So, like, but I think the way it's, like, handled in this movie, it's more of, like, a fantasy almost. Sort of, like, um, being John Malkovich. Yeah. It's sort of, like, a fantasy to a degree. And, um, it's, like, uh, it's like a cute movie and it's like endearing. It has the seriousness to it as well. But, um, yeah, it's a, it's a solid movie. Um, I guess like the, uh, the, the complaints I would have about it are like, um, I don't think that his, um, like the stakes were, were, hot, were really high enough. I think the plot could be stronger by that. Um, I think like the relationship with him and his boys could have been a bit better, uh, a bit more defined. Uh, stuff like that um but it's a solid movie and um it's a very strange choice for me i i um watched it under some i don't know different circumstances or i would have never never heard of this movie interesting um i'm not a big ken loach fan if i'm honest um i think i've probably seen one or two from him before but i thought this was solid and um i think i give it a three three and a half out of five damn all right um say three and a half out of five I also watched um, Black Panther. I don't. Re- I guess I won't really. You rate. haven't. You haven't seen that yet, right? No, this is a rewatch. Definitely saw it. Yeah, I watched it and reviewed it. Um, I just wanted to say that it, that I love this movie, <laughs> and um, I will give it a, a quarter of a star more. Damn! So it's already at a five, right? Whatever it is, it was like a four, I think, or a four and a half. It's Damn. a strong four now. Or so. So if you watch it again, it should keep going up a quarter. Maybe, damn, maybe. Um, it's a great movie. Um, and then Mandy, I watched Mandy. I talked about that. I think that's it for me. Good. Cool. Sean, you got anything else? Uh, else? I'll talk. Uh, I'll watch a couple animated stuff, but I'll skip all that bullshit. Um, <laughs> Jesus, it was very aggressive. My girlfriend loves uh, Disney classics and Pixar movies, so 
first time I watched everyone, Lunchbox yeah, it's everyone, it's everybody. <laughs> literally every girlfriend. Yeah, she Whoa, can like sing like sexist. literally every song. I would love to meet movies. someone that's who's like who doesn't yeah. like them that says like, "No, fuck those movies." That's, that's Steve's dream girl right now. Like, a, oh, I mean, she's like, "Fuck Aladdin." I love those movies too. That's yeah, crazy. But, uh, it's levels to it, to where like she can like sing the songs and shit. Yeah, of course. So come on, my girlfriend. Um, so I watched for the first time Monsters University. The only thing I want to say about that is I think that's the epitome of like CGI animation. Like, what's his name? What's the big guy's name? Sully. Sully. Like, every hair on his body moves individually. Like, with the wind. It's incredible. Um, the movie is good, too. Uh, also, algorithms. I uh, also rewatched. <laughs> Shout uh, out to Algorithms. Doing your job. And, and a thousand fucking animators. Yeah. Um, I, I watched, uh, I rewatched Ratatouille. Uh, that holds up, I guess. <laughs> Holds up as it can, yeah. Yeah. Um, what else did I watch? I watched um, Mulan. The fuck are you doing? <laughs> oh, make a man three out of you. Uh, holds up. Trans, very <laughs> trans uh, appropriate song. Very empowering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I watched that. What else did? I, oh, I watched uh, Kung, rewatched Kung Fu Panda for like the sixth time. Jesus Christ! Yeah. What is, what is what going on? With marathon? You? Yeah, I fucking know. Um, <laughs> I I started watching uh, Maniac. Jesus Christ. Um, oh, I, oh I, I forgot to mention, I, I watched the first episode. Right. It's very cool. intriguing. You know, the thing is, I'm just one of those people who just, everyone's talking about this fucking show, and guess what? I'm not going to watch it. What show? Normally, not, I would say uh, that, but Kerry Fuganaga, I really enjoy him. You know Maniac. What you know what I'm watching right now? I'm watching X-Files. Fuck that. I don't know what that is. So, Maniac, you know uh, Maniac it's a show with Jonah Hill and uh, Emma Stone, oh, and it's oh, a yeah, psychological... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know what that is. I've seen like uh, the posters or whatever. show's fucking amazing. It's probably one of my favorite. Like, I, I'm cherishing like every episode. Uh, it like, uh-huh. builds... How many have you watched? Uh, probably like four, I think. All right, don't tell me. It's amazing. I'm um, finish it tonight. I it's don't want to finish the sh- show. I think there's only like a couple more episodes left, but I mean, it's all—it's it's like everything like I've ever wanted. Limited series, right? Huh? It's just a limited series, right? Yeah, it's everything I've ever wanted from a TV show. It blends uh, Blade Runner, her, some other bullshit, but it's good. It's amazing. <laughs> I, I love it. Uh, some bullshit. bullshit. Jonah Hill is incredible time. in this movie. No, the, the show. Just from the first episode alone, it's it. It feels like a league of its own compared to all these yeah, other shows it's, it's people very, tell me to watch. It's very good. It's uh the set design is amazing. The character building is awesome too. Uh, Jonah Hill has a really good uh, uh very good uh character in this movie or, or show. I keep saying movie. It's almost like um a Black Mirror episode dragged out. Y- yeah, almost. But it's also whimsical, which was surprising. Yeah, There's yeah. some weird humor in it that I like. But uh, I don't want to talk about it because it's so fucking good. It's a TV show, too, or a film podcast. Yeah. Um, but what I really want to talk about is this movie that I've been meaning, wanted to watch for a while. What year did it come out? 2016. It's called The Invitation, uh, directed by Car- uh, Karen Kusuma. I want to watch this. So this is a movie I would highly recommend to all of us here, mainly because I know that we all like uh, psychological thrillers, mysteries, um, slow burn pieces i watched the first five it's the movie where like the couple's in that car and they're talking about something yeah, yeah i watched the first five so minutes the movie i'm not gonna say too much about it um in terms of like the plot because there's a lot of twists and turns uh it starts off with this couple played by um logan marshall green who you know from upgrade and i can't remember his uh girlfriend's name i mean tom tom hardy diet tom hardy pretty much yeah. yeah so he has a very similar character but he's a little bit more toned down because he's had a traumatic uh experience that's uh that happened to him and it's a big part of the plot and he goes over to his ex-wife's house and their old friends for a dinner party with his new girlfriend so there's already tension there and 
he hasn't seen his ex-wife in several years. She explains to him that she went to Mexico with her new fiance or husband, I believe. And they stumble upon, she basically went to Mexico to find happiness because of this experience that she had with him when they were dating. Um, I really don't, I kind of don't want to hear more of the plot because I really want to go naked. Okay, so go naked, but the film builds on suspense. It deals with the occult. uh, It builds on suspense. Uh, We follow, I I think one of my favorite uh, pieces of this movie is Logan Marshall Green. He does a really good performance of driving, being kind of like a surrogate for like the audience, like just seeing everything unfold through his eyes and where it goes and where you expect it to go. It's very different and uh, it's unique. And uh, I would recommend it. Uh, I'll probably give it a three and a half out of five. Check it out, Steve. And maybe I'll talk about it more. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I just like getting getting in. This is the first time where I'm like thinking about a plot. I'm like, I really want to just kind of jump in. I don't want to think about it. Mm-hmm. I want to be surprised. It, uh, it plays like a Hitchcock movie mixed with like a Black Mirror episode, but a little bit better, I would say. Yeah, definitely better. Um, yeah, three and a half out of five for me. All right. Check it out. And... uh. What else did I watch? I rewatched something. Um, that's it, I think. That's good, because we're uh, yeah, we we're should go running hot. hot. We're burning the let's midnight go, let's oil. Let's go. Right let's now. talk about uh, what's the movie? The movie is the old man and the gun. Okay. Uh, here's a clip. Okay, well, let's take this place. This place is not my style. I'd say it was a bank, and instead of that counter up there, that was really a teller's window. And that lady standing there was the teller behind the window. And you just walk in, real calm, and you find yourself a spot, and you sit down, just like we're sitting here. And you wait, and you watch. And that may take a couple of hours, might take a couple of days even, but you wait. It's got to feel right. The timing has to feel right. And when it does feel right, you make your move. So you walk right up, look her in the eye, and you say, ma'am, this is a robbery. And you show her the gun like this. Okay, that was a that was a great clip, right, guys? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So the old man and the gun. It was uh, directed by David Lowry. And here's the synopsis. Why do you say like uh, what's his name? Yeah, like Bad fucking voice. Martin. Yeah, Martin <laughs> Lawrence's character. Lowry. Lowry. Detective Lowry. I don't know. I think I just. Uh, <laughs> I think I've watched Bad Boys so many times. I don't, I guess. I don't think there's Mike like an em- yeah. You put emphasis on like an extra <laughs> O before the the Y. <laughs> All right. Um, the true story of Forrest Tucker from his audacious escape from San Quentin at the age of seventy to an unprecedented string of heists that confounded authorities and enchanted the public. Wrapped up in the pursuit are a detective. What? That's an error. It should be is it a detective? Wrapped up in the pursuit of a. <laughs> Well, that needs to be corrected. Our detective who becomes ca- uh, captivated with Forrest's commitments to his craft and a woman. Oh, no, it was our. Who loves him in spite of his chosen profession. Uh, it stars Robert Redford as the uh, character Forrest Tucker, mm-hmm. which is also his last role, apparently. Uh, Robert Redford is retiring. Um, mm-hmm. Casey Affleck. He, interesting. He plays the detective, John Hunt. We've got Sissy Spacek and uh, Danny Glover, which um, <laughs> which made me happy. We don't see Danny Glover much I anymore. Don't, but when I do, like in uh, what was the other movie? Sorry to bother you. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah uh, Tom Waits is also in this, which is pretty cool. Yeah, he plays one of the old guys. One of the last movie oh, yeah, I seen him in was uh, Seven Psychopaths. Yeah. That was the last time I saw him. In yeah, he's a. Uh, I mean, they made him look a little bit older, but yeah, he's getting up there. Um, yeah, who wants to go first? 
I would like to say that this movie is so fucking charming. I've never... It's actually a weird experience because I was... Because uh, I watched one trailer. Wasn't sure what I was going to expect. I mean, his last film, we we all have seen a ghost stories, you know... Yes, not not to be a yeah. There's no no style choices that are in a ghost story. Yeah, like, it's, like specifically, this it's is just definitely like, a studio movie, maybe. But I think uh, you wrote. I, this, I wouldn't. Though. I wouldn't say ghost story is charming. That's not one word I would use to describe. Ghost that story film. is a passion project. Yeah, like, but this this film just like oozes like just. I think I think it all comes down to Robert Redford's character, uh, Farce Tucker, and like his how the way he exudes charm through his daily life and the things he does. And I feel like you just feel that throughout the whole fucking film. I've never felt, I've never smiled this much watching a movie. She also it's mentioned that he's from our hometown. Oh, she's yeah. Weird. Did you guys notice that at the I've end? I've already yeah. read about Poor him. Poor St. Lucie, Florida. Yeah, this shit was hilarious. Yeah. I was no, he, like, he's Whoa. from Stewart. Yeah. Oh, is he? He's so from like, Stewart. Yeah. He escaped from some, uh, I guess, boy's home or some shit. You know, they uh, had it. I don't didn't know Poor St. Lucie existed in that year. Yeah. It's yeah. weird. I think I think this film deals with some of the stuff that actually you can look at a ghost story. I hate to constantly compare, but uh, yeah, the, the ideas of like legacy and like you know, you know, one's purpose in life. I feel like I think there's a constant theme in the way he tells stories, and you see it in this film. And uh, I don't know. I, I don't. It's hard to explain just because. I think it's the way you guys felt about ghost story, where you just it's like you. It, it's hard for you to evoke that idea of like how it made you feel. Because inherently, like it wasn't like this. I wasn't. Like, oh my god, this is a visual masterpiece. This is this? No, it just is a movie that I watched and I felt so. I, I fell in love with just the story and the characters that I didn't see anything else. Like to me, I look at it. What the fuck was that? I look at it like sort of like a, um, like a character study almost. This is um, this is like a very different um, type of character and a type of person. And uh, I think they really they did a really great job at of like capturing capturing him like in a in an I don't know about accurate sense but in a, in a charming sense and in a, in a yeah I just think his uh, character was put together in a really interesting and um, compelling way. Um, he has like this uh, love in his life that happens to be illegal, <laughs> and he loves the rush from robbing banks, but. Um, he he loves it to a degree and he's decided in his life that he won't necessarily compromise for the uh i don't know like civilization like the like he won't compromise for society yeah. he continues to do this thing even though it's illegal and and fucked up but he he's not hurting anybody at the same time though so yeah. it's kind of difficult to um look at him like a like a piece of shit and i think that works cuz if he was like a just a bank robber that went in and killed people and stuff it's difficult to get him behind a dude like that, but yeah, um, no, yeah. yeah, I don't know. This I think whimsical is another way I can reference this film in terms of the score as well. I don't know if you guys uh, noticed that. It's just, I mean, I think I, w- I would say the ending, that ending sequence was great for me. I thought it was so well done, uh, and but I think that was the only different. I think it was a little bit more heavier than it was earlier on the film, but there was a lot of moments when they were in when they were together. Um, the, the romantic relationship was just very whimsical. It just didn't feel real. Mm-hmm. And yeah, man, it's just like it's hard to it's hard to explain this movie for me. I just it's hard for me to try to find anything wrong with it because I enjoyed like my whole experience watching it, and I wasn't expecting that at all. Yeah. 
Another thing I love about this movie is um, like the relationship between uh, Robert Redford's character and um, Casey Affleck's character. Um, he plays Casey Affleck plays John Hunt, who's a detective. That's sort of um, he's become sort of apathetic and just uh, he's not excited by his life or his lifestyle, I believe, especially his profession. And he's gotten to the point where he's actually questioning his wife: Should I quit? And um, I believe she came up with the idea: What if you just try to catch this guy? And it it gives him like a purpose, which I think was important to his character and to him at that time to have like a purpose to feel useful or needed. So he puts his all his energy into trying to catch this guy, and um, it's just like a. It's like a very interesting contrast of like the, the, the people and the characters and what they were doing in their life at that time. Yeah. I think they had a great dynamic in terms of even though uh even though we don't get scenes of them like directly like having like yeah. conversations, it's more or less I think like that makes it how, better too. Yeah, it makes it a lot better because you see that how he's affecting his uh uh Forrest is affecting Hunt's life in yeah. that way. And that's great. Like I don't know, I feel like I think I think Forrester is that is that character who found like I think you hear in the movie where it's or the trailer at least is like when you find something you love, you know it's kind of it's kind of hard to quit. And I think I think when when Hunt's character interviews all these people and he's doing this deep investigation, he slowly starts realizing who this person is. And in a way, I think he grows appreciation for what he does and tries to find that in in his own in his own career in his own life that purpose that that thing you know loving what you do. Yep. And I think. And it's important for his growth as a character, and I don't know. That's what I'm saying. When when Robert Redford's on the screen, I think his charm just exudes like so many like aspects of the film. Like it just like just it's like toxic in a way. It just like spreads throughout. But I feel like that in any movie he's in. No, oh. <laughs> all is lost. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Yeah. No I love, words. I love all this lost. Just charm. It's just literally Pure. an old man fixing a boat for just the way he slowly. <laughs> performs tasks yeah like movie. it's like it's yeah, like he's, all he's like charming. very measured <laughs> like that's because like, yeah. it's all because he's old and he can't move fast yeah, yeah. But, but it's like the way he like repairs his boat very slowly and methodically <laughs> love it tom what do you think uh all right so um i i hit this theater i figured i'm gonna go to this theater to watch this movie anytime robert redford pops up you know what the uh, the clientele is it's old white people um oh, yeah so I was like, let me just go to this Fifty uh, Seventh Street City Cinemas. That's all old people, and see it with all the old people on a three o'clock on a City Friday. Cinemas one, two, and three. Yeah. Uh, yep. Full Full House at three o'clock while everyone's at work. Me and the old people are lounging in the recliner chairs. Uh, <laughs> Wouldn't but, it be great to be an old person? Yeah, watch so, movies sounds incredible. Day. <laughs> I might just cut my life short now and just declare myself a senior. Well, you citizen. need money though oh, yeah, to right. do that <laughs> lifestyle. That's fucked. <laughs> I'll rob a bank. Uh, hey. uh but overall, I agree with everything you guys said. Um, I would say I liked the movie. I didn't love it in the sense that I just think um, not a ton happens. Um, I, I like that though. I guess it's for me a, at a least. Personal thing. It's I would a personal say, thing, but like yeah. it kind of gets repetitive to the point where it's like, all right, he's robbing another bank. All right, um, I just I kind of wish the cat and mouse element was a little more there. Maybe there wasn't much of a cat and mouse thing in real life. And well, maybe they didn't. There's, there's a plot. I think there was a plot point that hits where he can't be as aggressive as he wants to be in this case. 
Right, right. And, and I, think I just think, like, why. you know, it just kind of, like, molds together. Like, um, like I don't even remember the transitions where he just appears back with the, the girl again. It just It just seemed kind of jarring. Um, how he just goes from one place to her front porch or whatever. And uh, overall, I mean, I think I enjoyed the performance, and I, I really liked that. And, um, you know, Casey Affleck was good. I don't know if I wanted to say that, though. Um, you know, man, out here in New York, <laughs> Casey Affleck is the fucking devil. Um, I, I think, I don't know, I think a lot does happen. I think, um, uh, I, I think when you think about it, more, I think more begins. It's a, to, it's of course, a, it's a subtle change. Yeah, in but characters. in the in the, yeah. in the moment, I guess I I just didn't. Um, I don't know. I I liked what was there. I just think that one thing was stretched out for too long. I th- um, I, I think there was a lot of I think there was a lot of like humor and stuff to kind of facilitate. I don't know. It was just I feel like there wasn't. Uh, it wasn't yeah, empty. I mean, I, I heard all the old white people laughing. I was laughing. I was I was having a great time. I don't think I laughed. Really, I, I no. think the way I think the way that this story was uh, told is it, it, it is a true story. I think it. They, I think he took it. I don't know who was involved in the process, but I think they took it a pretty. Uh, I don't know, like unconventional way, and I think a way that that most people wouldn't have done. It could have been like just a straight up, uh, like heist and like a like heist movie, or um, I was thinking more like a Catch Me If You Can, or something. or yeah, something like that. But I think this one chose to show the relationship between like uh even though it's like a kind of a lack of relationship between him and and the person that's catching him and how his how his uh never mind it all just felt very brief is what i'm saying that whole casey affleck and him. i think yeah. i think that's I, the I mean, important part of it though because i i think with a lot of like a lot of films when you say based on a true story it ends up being this like overwrought just like either action-packed film or just it just it is it makes the events bigger than what they were and i think the fact that these crimes were so subtle and i feel like it wouldn't have done it justice if it was like a catch me if you can i don't think i don't think it would have been true to what the story was and i feel like this is in its own weird way maybe obviously things didn't happen exactly as they did but i think in in its subtle approach in terms of like examining this character and also the people in his life, uh, I think it works for this story. Well, who knows? Because honestly, I think, um, I mean, I firmly believe that the guy probably wasn't as charming as I'm Robert sure Redford. Was, I'm, sure and I'm, I'm sure he had some sociopathic tendencies that probably. didn't come through in Robert Redford's character. Yeah. And um, and that's that kind of took me out of it a little bit, too. I wanted to see a little more uh, sociopath in, in his eyes. Um, I but, think you kind of feel it. I mean, he was... I'm not sure if it'll work. No, nah, I mean, way, it just, but, it, just yeah. sound, it just sounds to me like he's, you know, crossing things off his bucket list. But I think there was more of, I think there could have been more of a, a Breaking Bad story arc here or something. I don't know. Yeah. I th- what I was saying between, like, the relationships, so I, th- I don't know. I think it functioning more as a cat and mouse would have, wouldn't have worked. And I think I would have liked it less for that reason. I think these characters, they're, like, their relationship is more based on like an emotional sense and how like their existence to each other and like their relationship to each other. It's like a beneficial thing yeah, to, to feels... their lives at that moment. Like he, like uh Casey Affleck's character needs like a purpose and he needs something to do. And, um, and uh, Robert Redford gives him that. And Robert Redford also needs to still feel like he, I don't know, like what he doing, what, what he's doing 
is fun and having this guy chasing him is fun to him and it I like that aspect of relationship more I than like, the cat and mouse thing. Like That's what I mean. I just forgot that Casey Affleck was even chasing him a lot in the movie. I'm not no saying way. make it a cat and mouse movie, but I mean, I feel like there was You wanted room. more tension. I was saying there was probably a little bit of room to sprinkle that in. Yeah, you um, wanted more only, only Not to make it a full-on, you know, you know, heart-pumping thriller. Obviously, I know it's not what it is, but I just think we get a lot of repetitiveness and, and not a lot of... Uh, you know, I think his transformation happens way towards the end, and then all the stuff like in between is like his only transformation is with with the girl, and like that doesn't even go too deep for me. And I don't know, mm. I still think it was a good movie. I don't know. It's, uh, I don't know. I always think of like old habits die hard. I feel like he. I don't even think that transformation was. Yeah, but I didn't. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, like the old habits die hard. Like I just. I don't know. He, if I feel like he would have been more, I feel like the real him probably would have been a little bit more like Connie in Good Time. It's just my impression. <laughs> That's what you. I don't know. I like, I couldn't imagine this. I think I think David Lowry like j- chose to make a different type of story, and I think I think uh, a little bit more like kind of like a, a western, maybe like a little bit of like a fairy tale in a way. Like it's like this mythic kind of person, you know. Someone who rolls into town and just like he's a thief, but it's just I don't know. It's well, he was kind of a gentleman. <laughs> but he was, yeah, he's kind of a gentleman. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think know. with that stuff, um, from what I gather about reading about the movie and about the real guy, is that the information just wasn't there about his life and like the events that uh, occurred, especially like towards the early stage of uh, of his life. Yeah. So they had to focus uh, a bit differently, just and, fu- make and it in up. this movie, he focuses on. The, his his character as a person who's longing for something that he's going to basically try to go for until the very end. And that's the story we get. And I think David Lowry does a good job of like bringing that version of the story to the screen because um, it is based on like an article in some magazine or some shit like that. that some they book? Yeah, something like that. It was... Uh, and stories that the actual guy himself told, like prison stories and things like that that they put together um i do like the style of the movie i've I, obviously i'm a big fan of david lowry I, I was a big fan of uh and body saints and i think this that movie is very similar to this in that like you're talking about like the way he tells stories almost like a fairy fairy like fairy tale like and a, a stillness well, to like, it I, I think maybe storybook is a better way of describing uh-huh. it's like someone's telling you a story and i and i think yeah. he captures that very well yeah and i think he does a really good job and take uh, in implanted settings that he's used to like he's from texas he's from these parts of the the region and from uh, florida <laughs> david lowry oh yeah oh you mean right i thought you were talking about the character so he yeah. he knows how to use that very well uh it's just like you know it's up his alley in terms of like feeling the atmosphere that surrounds these characters um i do like how it's i do like that it's sweet as you mentioned steve and it's charming and it's it's paced in the in a way that I like. Uh, I would say I think that's probably one of the biggest criticisms that I read online is that people are saying it's kind of like a snorefest, and uh, it's just overall boring. But I, I like that. I like that it's paced in its own manner, like in, in David Lowry's fashion. And with that, it's very similar. Like I mentioned, similar to uh, In the Body Saints. I need to check that film out. I, I remember when it came out. Uh I was in college, mm-hmm. and I wanted to go see it. And I never got a chance to. I really want to see that. I think it's online now. I think it's on maybe even Netflix oh, or Hulu, okay. one of those. Um, Robert Redford plays a very similar character in, in a movie that I saw earlier in the year, uh, Our Souls at Night. 
Mm-hmm. It's almost as if he's playing the same character without the bank robber aspect. And uh, his relationship with the uh, the female actor in that movie is the same as this film. Um, it's quaint. And also an update. Um, I was reading on Robert Redford uh, two days ago, an article he, he did an interview where he said it's basically he's not sure if he's going to quit. If this is going to be his last movie. Oh, really? Yeah, so. Encore! Yes, yeah, so he might do more. Either way, I mean, regardless of how I felt about the pacing, and maybe it just didn't do it for me 100%. God damn, I love looking at the guy on screen. Yeah. I really <laughs> like, uh, I, I really like, um, Casey Affleck's character. I like that he's a person who's kind of like longing for more, and he respects Robert Redford because he's doing like the epitome of like, his passion yeah. and what he, he mm-hmm. truly wants to do and whether that's breaking found the law or whatever. Yeah. yeah. He ha- he knows what he wants to do and he's pursuing it. I like that he's not racist too. Who? Oh yeah. Robert Eckford? <laughs> Casey Affleck. Casey Affleck. <laughs> oh man. Well, uh, speaking of, what, what's the deal with um, Denzel's son? This is his third movie where he's a cop. Oh yeah, dude. I didn't even recognize him for a second. Then I, I heard his and then I heard his accent. He's a cop in this. Yeah, Black Klansman. I heard his voice, men. and I'm like, like, yo, that's... is he typecast already? <laughs> already, <laughs> three movies in, three movies in. He's already gone. That's um, crazy. Yeah, I enjoyed this movie a lot. Uh, I don't. I think it's a good Sunday afternoon movie. Oh yeah, it. You could just sit back and watch it in peace and like. Very specific. Yeah, that's because that's when I saw it. Yeah, that's why I figured <laughs> it's a great movie to go see with your mom. Like I was too. watching it with like I was watching it with a smile on my face because. It made me feel warm inside. You know, you say that. Like, that was, I, I that wanted was to my, eat like a, sh- a s'more. That's s'more, <laughs> dude. That's the same. Those. That's the same feeling I had watching this movie in the theater. It was so weird because, yeah. like, I started it and I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about it. Mm-hmm. But I would say maybe I don't know what point changed my mind, but it was just I just I had a big smile. I was I was just having so much. It wasn't like fun. It was just so pleasant. Yeah. It, it's just like almost like a. It was it was fun. Mm-hmm. So not fun. What, what's the word that I could use to describe that feeling? Charming. Jizz. Jizz. That's a word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is a word. Uh, yeah. No. I. No. Fuck, man. I think, I, could, yeah. I think you're right, Tom. I think it's a great movie to watch with your mom. I think I could take. The, I could take my parents to go see this. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially if your mom is white. Are you, you're gonna take your mom to go see this? Mm. No. My mm-hmm. mom's very picky with movies. Really? Yeah. I didn't think she would. Do. Everything she sees is like that. Sounds stupid. <laughs> <laughs> That's dumb. My mom was like that too. Oh, like, oh mom, it's dumb. a Robert Redford. He plays a guy who my robbed mom, banks. My mom only watch Indian movies. <laughs> damn, my so mom bull. can't suspend fucking uh, disbelief <laughs> for like <laughs> for like one second. Not a goddamn second. <laughs> She's like, this don't make no fucking sense. <laughs> which, which, when you realize it, you know, we've been watching movies so long that maybe we suspend too much. <laughs> Bro, yeah. Probably, yeah. Maybe maybe your mom is living in the highest form of reality. Maybe. And we're a bunch of fucking fanatical. Yeah, yeah. We should start I don't, I don't have a ton to say about this movie, just like it didn't have yeah. a ton to say to me. I really um, like um, Casey Affleck's mustache. He, he has a really good fucking yeah, mustache. It is a good mustache. That's a solid mustache. Yeah. Like I love watching like Casey Affleck on screen. Um, I just don't know if I'm allowed to say it. Like That's, that's the, shame, the shame about it. I mean... I mean, I'm allowed to say it, obviously, but I don't know how people are going to translate that information. I mean, what the hell are they going to translate it to? You, you like you his su- acting? You support his uh, personal I mean, life, but like you gotta, you gotta understand. Yeah. Th- these are times of ideological weaponry. I don't think anyone cares what we say. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think anyone. Really no, cares I know, either. but like you gotta, you gotta understand that that 
the the political climate is like you're either in or you're fucking out. Yeah, the air is thick. And uh, and it's like, <laughs> it, and it's just like, if you know, Casey Affleck could literally fucking save world hunger, but you know, he did some terrible save shit. Save world hunger. Or or in yeah, he's like hunger. save Sorry, it. Save. <laughs> save. <laughs> he keeps world, world hunger. I'm gonna make sure you're all still hungry. No more. No more food. All right, save the world from hunger is what I meant. Crawled into one girl's um, bed. Here, uh, yeah, crawled into one girl's bed, drunk, and uh, which Give obviously the guy a break. I don't, I don't condone what he did, but it's hard for me to not like him on screen because I think I like. He's a, he's like, a good actor. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I don't know. I, don't know I gave that. my money to him. I gave movie passes money to him. <laughs> movie passes. Well. Um, I like. Uh, I think Sissy Spacek is good in this. Um, I don't feel like I don't see her in a lot anymore. Um, they should have just. But she is she is great. She's they should, great. They should have replaced uh, her with Frances McDormand. She looks more great. angry. No nah, man, Frances McDormand. <laughs> <laughs> no, she looks great in this film. Great. Yeah, she's she's the woman you want to meet at the end of your life. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, god! After the shit clears. Not me. I'm I'm staying with young women. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Look at your ass supporting K- like, Casey Affleck talking about. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, all right, let me stop fucking around. Uh, do you guys want to rate this movie? I don't know, really have much else to say. Um, yeah, go it. for it. What do, you, what do you give it? Whoa, whoa, I didn't mean me. Five Sorry. out of five, he said? Okay, great. Tom gives it a five out of five. First one of the year. Tom? I really want me to rate it. Yeah. I give it a heavy three. Nice. But not a, not a three. Not quite. 3.25, we'll say. Okay. Cool. I guess technically you have to round up or down. Or, uh, it's whatever you want to round do. Round down. I'm going to give this movie a heavy three and a half out of five. I think it's 3. good. 3.75. Um, it's a very specific rewatch ter- in terms of like, will I rewatch it soon? Probably not. If it's on Netflix and uh, I want to put on a movie after like taking a nap. <laughs> you're not selling this movie. <laughs> But sure, I get what you're saying. It's a perfect. It's, it's a per- pleasant. It's pleasant, but not a. It's a perfect yeah. Sunday movie. Not, watch. not a ton right. there for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna drop a score. I guess uh, I give it two thumbs up. I don't know what that really means. How many stars is that? That's uh, two stars. I give it. I give it a. I give it a. I give it a four, man. Four banger. Damn, this guy loved it. I fucking love this shit. I would dare to say a heavy four you after you watch. Ain't nobody Saints. You guys gotta stop giving this David Lowry guy all these free. No, nah, you know what? Okay. You know what? You know I'm what? Gonna... He's out there doing his thing. Yeah, man. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna rewatch Ghost Story, and I'm gonna go on Letterbox and rate it a five. A I'm already pre-rating this shit. It's gonna be great. Fucking Peach Dragon or whatever. Fucking Peach. <laughs> Is that what he directed? I actually from? watched. That's that where movie. he got his money from. To do Ghost Story. <laughs> that's where he got no, all so his that's money. That's a real from. thing. He uh-huh. used that money to fund uh, Harvey. That, that, that movie is brutal. Is it bad? Brutal. What movie? Peace Dragon. Oh, I haven't seen that. Um, I th- I'm somewhere between like a three and a half and a four. Um, God. I, I'd say probably like a 3.75. Cool. <laughs> I, I like this movie a lot. Um, I love Robert Redford's character. I love the direction they went. Um. I don't like the ending. I don't like like the last probably twenty minutes of this movie. Oh yeah, I didn't mention that. I don't like it either. Um, I think it could have been. Uh, it's already a very short movie, but I think without like the last twenty minutes, I think if it had ended when he was on the horse, I think it'd be like a, a 
a full half star better. Oh yeah, I yeah. mean, all right. that yeah, that, 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 that horse scene was cool. That horse scene, that's that was the scene I was talking about. I love that fucking that that scene. That was great. If yeah. it ended, it's, it's also a good nod to Butch Cassidy. Yeah, if and, it had uh, ended there, I would have liked this movie like a half star. That would have been a five. Yeah, for I me, hated solid everything five. that came after that. I didn't hate everything that came after that. I, I quite enjoyed the the montage of of, of his that. escapes just because I thought it was pretty. I think it just took his story and like the character further than it ever needed to go. Yeah, I think you. Yeah, like everything that happened, him coming back, like that. Was, I didn't like it. I don't know. There was just there was certain like es- escape montage moments where he's like jumping off of shit that I just found fucking call. hilarious. Like I was just dying. But uh, <laughs> yeah, no, there was yeah, I could see why you might not like it. But that yeah. Uh, fed. Yeah. So I'm the only one who gave it a four. Okay, yeah. cool. I guess I'm the only one who loved it. I don't want to come off as hating it. Um, I mean, yeah, it sounded I, like you hated I it. Didn't hate it. Like, I sounded like you. You sounded I, like you uh, shitted on it a little bit. No, I kind of had high. The trailer's amazing. The yeah. trailer makes it look like it's going to be some fucking epic Scorsese Odyssey. <laughs> um, you guys want to pick a movie for next? Yeah, week? I don't even know what's coming out. Um, I'm not really sure either. Venom is that coming out? I think Venom. Uh, maybe a Star is Born. Oh, we Let's can't watch Venom. We can't watch fucking Star no, wait, is Ven- Born. Fuck that! See how many times they play that trailer. Yeah, I've never been like more out of, out of principle. I can't watch it because I saw the trailer way more times. I than just don't understand else. the conflict. Like he likes her, they're happy. There's no there's no conflict in the trailer. She's afraid to sing. That's it. That's her conflict. I do like his voice in the movie. Yeah, I like his voice. I like what he. Yeah, does I mean he's no Bruce Springsteen, but no, but he, but he. I think he's better. Exactly. I ought to stab you in the throat. Yeah, I think Venom comes out. Uh, Star is born. Shine. I don't know what. Shine I think is. Venom is the um, the hot. Pick Hot, only because uh, it's it's unrelated to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and it's something we we hear a lot about being very bad. And I think it's good to clear that up. Do you guys know about uh, what is the Morbius, the living vampire? Uh uh-uh. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Jared Leto is going to play him yeah. in the new movie next year. Oh really? Yeah. yeah Jared Leto is kind of a vampire. Yeah. <sighs> Apparently, he's doing a Except lot of vegan uh, thing. method acting at the moment to get into his character. What a fucking weirdo. He does that every time. <laughs> just what a fucking How do you method act a vampire? <laughs> hey, uh, hey, hey Jared, why don't, you, uh, why don't you try acting? Ooh, damn. Shots hey, fired. I need to figure out the origin of that quote right now. It was some, yeah, somebody. Um, yeah, so I guess next week, tune in next week, we'll be watching uh, Venom. Or, or maybe Venom. A Star is Born. Let's see what happens. No, no we're not watching probably, probably fucking not A Star is the Born. The only reason I would see that movie is for Dave Chappelle. I'm surprised. I'm he surprised, looks like uh, he's in one scene. That's the only reason. Surprised nobody just probably. squeezed in a hold the dark. I was supposed to watch it a couple nights ago, but I fell asleep. I'm afraid. I watched. I want to watch it. This week. I want to watch it, but I'm afraid. Oh yeah. Yeah, because I don't. I don't know what net, direct to Netflix. The reviews have not been good. Dude, I'll say that. you got to watch Maniac. I'm not going to. I, I can't. Like I'm excited to go home to watch it. Like the Man. next episode. Oh, yeah. I refuse. Yeah. So I am. Um, I I watched it in the tent. By the way. Oh, yeah. I don't, I, you guys judge me all you want. Some people say if you go camping, you can't. No, I just want to be in nature. I can still enjoy my goddamn movies thought, and TV no, shows. No, that's bullshit. That's fucking bullshit. It's you can't not. Just, no, it is. I'm not going camping too. If I was going to go camping. Bitch, then just stay home and just fucking put some trees where do you draw fucking, the line? <laughs> where do you draw the line? At the tent, the stove, like, I just, I the draw, phone? Dude, yeah, the phone. No, Turn no, off your no. phone. Turn off They're off. all luxuries that make it super easy. No, yeah. fuck that. Yo, start a fucking fire with your hands. Well, we did, but. I find it easier to boil water on the stove than in a fire. Listen, man, you you can't you can't have a phone out there. No, no, I didn't go out there to fucking rough it. I went out there because I like being in nature and sleeping. In I a guess tent. not because you're on your phone half the time. I was on my phone for the length <laughs> of one maniac episode. You you fuck, it's four, <laughs> forty minutes. Okay, 
40 minutes? Yeah, I didn't watch anything else. This Did you see, um, are you up to a maniac to where like, uh, he, he looks like Post Malone? He has, like, the gold, episode? he has like the gold. He has like the gold teeth and shit. No, it's probably. I not don't that. remember that in the first episode. No, that's not. Oh, you're only up to the. Yeah, first I only watched the first Spoilers. episode. Okay, you guys are ready to get into the topic? Oh, we had a topic. Yeah. By the way, topic. my thing about the try acting. Apparently, it's Dustin Hoffman and Lawrence Oliver. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, so topic. Yeah. Uh, so our topic is what again? Our topic. We're gonna talking. <laughs> I mean, I think you made it up, right? There's uh we're gonna talk about So so here's the deal. Are we doing actors passed? and like if we want we could do directors another time? Oh boy. Or do you just wanna make it loose? Uh, we we can do actors, I suppose. Uh, I, I mean I have an actor and it's very uninspired, but I, I stick by it in my heart. Okay. So this is gonna be actors that have passed that we would like to see in a uh in a new role. We just, we could revive them for yeah. for one new role. We could like Frankenstein them, or like Weekend at Birdings them, maybe. All right, so this is what I want to get. I just <laughs> what I want to get in because that that was the 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 stuff I want to think about. If we're doing a Frankenstein, we're assuming that he is decayed. He or she has decayed over time. No, I think it's just revive them. No, just, use a Dragon Ball. Yeah, revive Dragon Ball. Them. Revive so use, them. All right, so this is a Dragon Ball scenario. But wait, here's the deal though. After that film. They die. They 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 die. Just wait. Are they doing like a piece out like Goku? Like he just fades First out. Of, how selfish are we? We bring them back to life, and you just think we're gonna? <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna be like, oh, you want me to act? Okay. Oh, you want me to work? Uh, yeah. It's like I appreciate like, it, like the, <laughs> bitch. I got a second chance at life. I'm not working. This is like the epitome of like people and how they view like pop culture and actors. And shit. Oh, and, and like, like same with dance monkey. One like more time athletes before. too. One yeah. more like, time. Like when your favorite at, or like when your favorite team, one of the athletes, drops the ball and you call him a fucking idiot. Like bitch, you can't even catch the ball. Uh, but uh, yeah Who wants to go first Yeah Let's do it anyway I got two picks You got uh, two picks? Two picks I have I have one I'll take a two pick Okay so my first pick is uh, Bruce Lee um, It'd be kind of cool To see right, him I like mean, in a new he, movie That's easy He, he ran across my mind He'd Come back really? for one more Big ass fucking But I want him like scene. In a hard hidden drama Not like Kung Fu I don't think he Just to piss it. people off <laughs> <laughs> he, he, Like he, I'm like Dude you can't fight At all in this movie can I take my shirt off? Nothing. Nope. Um, so that'd be cool to see Bruce Lee and other shit. Um, he might not be a good. Actor. I feel like I might be taking somebody else's pick. Don't with, do with it. The second pick. You can't. You have to hold out. Just, just in case. I'm just gonna say it. No, you can't. <laughs> I'm. I would like my boy Anton to come back. Anton I was. Oh, I was gonna pick him. Okay, just because I think that he was like reaching like this like peak in his career in terms of like roles he's been getting. I performances. Agree with that. That's that's fucked because I was thinking Anton as well, and I think that's a great pick because he didn't get it. I feel like though he was still like an indie, like like he was like that indie go to like mm-hmm. actor. I feel like he was slowly kind of coming into the limelight in terms of like big Hollywood productions with like Star Trek, and I think yeah. he could have made himself like a household name if he kept going down that route. For sure. So it's it's kind of a bummer. Uh, R.I.P. Mm. Yeah. Still, still hits. Yeah, I mean, most of these picks are people who didn't get the chance to build up a yeah. massive career. Yeah, right. And then I have, uh, I guess, if I have to pick another one, uh, since why were you gonna pick Anton? Yeah. Uh, oh, that was your pick. Yeah, oh, I'm that's sorry. why I had a feeling I was like, dude, he's gonna fucking pick it. Uh, I was thinking about a, a a dumb one, but I was just thinking, kind of wish I want Patrick Swayze, but when he was young. Okay. But I want him here now, like what? in this era, like a young Patrick Swayze. I want him to be like the hot the From Ghost. Thr- no, no. Roadhouse. Him, no. Well, yeah. Roadhouse. Yeah. 
outsiders like fucking roadhouse he, uh, he, he, fucking dirty dancing i didn't want yeah. dirty dancing to havana nights with that other jabroni i want what that guy's amazing diego luna <laughs> i want i want patrick Don't swayze talk about my boy i wanted patrick swayze for dirty dancing <laughs> to havana nights interesting yeah i guess but he died older so yeah i know he had, but, a, he had a chance to make yeah i know that. but i always think about it i watch dirty dancing i was yeah. like r.i.p all right also heath ledger word yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, the obvious pick, I think, in everyone's heart, should be Heath Ledger because the Joker became like, all right, well, His all you other, role. all you other supervillains have to fucking have a standard step up because that was. Do you think any other supervillain has ever, or any other character? No. I don't think so either. I don't think so. In in a superhero movie, no. Uh, I think Heath Ledger is is definitely the obvious choice, and I would probably realistically pick him because he's showed what his abilities are. And I mean, he's incredible in Brokeback Mountain too. I mean, the guy, the guy needs one more fucking insane Oscar worthy role, you know, like insane role. Uh, but since, you know, it's kind of obvious, I'd pick another one that, um, I just need all good things come in threes. Right. And, uh, my favorite nostalgic father, son, comedy duo or comedy um movie yeah. double feature is a uh, black sheep and tommy boy okay and all good things come in threes I, I need more chris farley because the man on screen just he 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 was just funny to look at he had <laughs> he had kind of like an adam sandler thing going on where he like everything out of his mouth would be like kind of funny but I think uh, he was he he played the more uh, innocent and like just chubby, funny to look at guy. And I think his his true love for physical comedy um, is is missed since he's been dead. I just think you know with the Paul Blarts and shit, like they just can't do it like him, man. Like I always think back to like the Saturday Night Slapstick. Live, yeah, the Saturday Night Live shit where he fucking belly flops onto the coffee table and you see every actor in the room laughing but like this like just trying to like keep everything in yeah because it's live uh <laughs> but that but that level of commitment is something he always did and like when he's in tommy boy you could he's not phoning this fucking buddy comedy in i mean he's literally he's doing it man and i miss him nice what about you harvey um mine is a Strange, but um, I think uh, if you if we brought Tupac back to do, dude, a I movie, on, I swear to God, I thought about it. Oh yeah, because Poetic Justice being such an underrated role, dude, Poetic Justice is great. Um, yeah, that's actually on my list to assign someone if they have never seen it. But um, yeah, I seen it. Tupac was just. I think he could have done something really fucking good. Um, if you give him like a just a great character and a um, in a great movie with a solid director he could have like probably like been nominated for an oscar i think he i i believe so too i think he's a great actor i feel like um some of the conversations in poetic justice are like link esque yeah i believe so too and uh, it's like uh yeah he was able to handle this sounds uh, familiar he, i don't know if I've, i probably haven't seen you it. Should this watch sounds poetic super justice. super familiar it's with um uh, janet jackson janet jackson and uh but yeah, his his ability to handle uh, dialogue and, and heavy doses was in, impressive yeah, was for impressive. how fucking much he was juggling at the time, being yeah. the fucking biggest rap star ever, you know? 
Yeah. Crazy. Um, yeah. Um, ASAP Rocky's pretty good at acting, too. He's not bad. He's got, he's got like, the confidence, for sure, um, and the charm. Um, I think um, if I had another one, I, I really liked uh, Brad Renfro. He did... Um, All right. Yeah, like Bully, the Client, um, a couple other good movies. The, the Cure. Yeah. Um, I think... I think he could have been a, a great actor had he not died young, too. Um, that being said, you guys want to move on to the game and wrap this up? Oh, yeah, we have a game? Rest in peace, all those guys yeah. that we mentioned. Yeah, RIP. Even though we're bringing them back just to make them dance for all us. Right, so how are we doing this? Um, um, technically, you should assign somebody a movie, right? I mean, I'm, I'm down with that. Yeah, I bet you are. <laughs> because okay. we skipped you. Yeah, I mean, you right. know. Plus, Strange Wilderness was, was rough. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'll roll first. All right, so I'll, I'll sign you guys a movie. So, right. yeah, this is called Get Wrecked. Uh, Get Wrecked! It sounds like such like a bro fucking... <laughs> Get Wrecked! It's where uh, we play a game. It looks better on paper. R-E-C-C apostrophe D. That was you? Um, Roller of uh, the highest... Number. <laughs> Damn, someone, it's a confusing game. Someone's getting the eyes. It's a twelve-sided <sighs> dice. Roll over the highest number. So, guys, I decided. I've been it's thinking safe. about what, it. What are you talking about? There's that's not that doesn't matter. It's a roll over the lowest number. Is gets assigned by a movie. Gets assigned <laughs> a movie by the uh, loser of last yeah. week. Um, lowest roll. And I'm rolling first. And I got a nine. Ooh, Solid. Not bad. not bad. Steve, go for it. So I've been thinking, guys. Uh, I might watch Havana Nights. Havana Nights. Um, I don't think I've ever seen Havana Nights. Twelve, not bad. Oh, yeah, not doing shit. Huh? It's not yeah. looking good. You gotta, you gotta roll high. Another movie. You gotta roll above a, roll above a nine. Above a nine. Six. So that's a nine. Ooh, Sean Loss, my <laughs> Again, least favorite God person. Damn it! That's all right. Didn't you give me a movie last time? You ain't got shit to do. What you gave me last? Oh, you yeah, made that's an true. You watched fucking five Disney movies last week and fucking. A TV show. <laughs> yeah, you got I was time. Gonna, I was going to work out this week. <laughs> you got time. All right, Sean. It's been brought to my attention that I I went through an entire list of high-rated movies that I've seen. Uh-huh. And uh, I've convinced you've seen them all. But not, not one. One had slipped through the cracks. And that is the uh, writer of Sicario's movie from a couple of years ago. is Hell or High Water. It's Chris Pine and Ben Foster... Just in their fucking their primes, just being incredible. Nice. And then you know what? That's not enough for you. Jeff Bridges is in there too. I mean, it's it's fucking overload of of incredible modern. It's a modern western for sure. Yeah, and it's bank robberies, um, but it's one of the the best bank robbery movies I've ever seen. Um, I'm excited to rewatch this. Just there's a, there's a <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I hate you. I'll cut you in the throat. Uh, fuck with you. There's a long take. It's the first scene. Yeah, I've seen it. Okay. Well, hopefully that savored you. Well, yeah. Um, Backstory, I watched it first 10 minutes, and then I cut it off. All right. Well, I'll allow this, but uh, yeah. I think think Ben Foster hasn't gotten the opportunity that he deserves yet. He's doing a lot of indie stuff, and uh, the the things that I've seen him in, he's amazing in. Is it him or the industry? Who's Um, doing it? I don't know. He needs to... I don't know, but he was he was in the Messengers, and I really fuck I like that movie a lot. It, that that movie actually made me cry. Mm. Uh, with Willie Harrelson, I might watch. It's, it's a brutal movie. Too. You should watch the Messengers. All right, uh, they play these. Uh, Put it on my list. I don't know what their roles called, but uh, the guys who like have to go 
to um, widows, veterans, and tell them that they passed away oh, in the war. Brutal. It's good. It's real fucking good. It's one of the most oh, yeah, rawest yeah. performances I've ever seen that. in my life. Isn't Woody Harrelson in that? Yeah. Gotcha. yeah. There's a scene towards the end of that movie that will just kill you. Oh, yeah. I think you should watch it. Okay. My soul's already been crushed. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for this movie. I've been putting it on, like, on the back burner for like the last Ooh, two years. Ooh, yeah. I'm gonna watch, watch it. Watch um, I like I like what, like modern westerns. Yeah, this is the. Um, God, it just makes you want to rob banks. Uh, they're right. robbing banks in like the same areas as uh, Old Man and the Gun, too, it seems. Like, oh, yeah. just stringing them across Texas. You know, I just. All this talk, I really want to watch a good western now. Okay. Good, bad, the weird. I think that's it for us at Do the Right Film. Yeah, yeah, is, yeah. that is it for us at Do the Right Film. You can check us out on social media. Mm-hmm. We are Do the Right Film on everything except for Instagram, Do the Right Film underscore podcast. Uh, we post a lot of stuff there. You can also check out our website, do the right film.com. We have all the episodes up. You can listen to them and you can also reach out to us, uh, give us suggestions. Um, Especially topics. Good, yeah, topics, good Western suggestions. We could we could do with everything. Topics are in high demand, though. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> they're like, that's something that's, we need desperately that's, right that's now. Diamond, we might pay like you for it. Here. Yeah. We'll, we'll give <laughs> you a tw- good one. We'll, we'll give you a dollar. All right, how about this? We'll give you a dollar. We'll Venmo you a dollar for every topic that is good enough for us to use. This just sounds like a get rich scheme. Yeah. What if people like we just get the most incredible things? We have to use them. Like we lose money. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. That's it for me. Great. Yeah. Everyone, thanks for listening. Yeah. Toodaloo. Thank you. We need catchphrase. Living is a gamble, baby. Loving's much the same. Wherever I have played Whenever I throw them dice Wherever I have played the blues Have run the game Maybe tomorrow, honey, someplace down the line I'll wake up older so much older, mama, I'll wake up older And I'll just stop all my trying Catch a boat to England, baby Maybe to Spain